It is uh, the chief of police in Cranston, and it is Chief Michael Winquist, and I believe also with them is uh, Major Todd Patalano. Hey, Chief, uh, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Thanks for joining us. Good afternoon, John. I want to start off, uh, if you could just, uh, number one, I want to start off by just commending you and the staff in the Cranston Police Department for the discipline, the training, the, just the, the whole demeanor of how you approached what was a very volatile, violent situation last night and, and basically protected Cranston from a group of people that were looking to create just havoc and chaos. Thank you, John. I'm very proud of the officers that were out there the last two nights. What, what can you tell us about last night? How, uh, because a lot of times, you know, as someone that has covered these, you don't know where the, I'll tell you, you don't know where they're going to go. From where they start and where they end up is different. For instance, last night, uh, I guessed wrong. It's a police brutality protest. So I'm thinking, all right, I'm not going to track them all through Providence. I'll just wait for them at the Providence Public Safety Complex since they're angry with Providence Police. And instead, they end up down in Elmwood Avenue uh, near right at the crash site. And then we're trying to make their way into Cranston. When, how did you, or just, you know, take us inside. How did it go about that your forces assembled and got everybody ready right there on Elmwood Avenue? Well, um, two nights ago, they tried to come into Cranston down Elmwood Avenue. So we believe that they might try to do the same last night. So a lot of those riders on those ATVs and uh, motorcycles started to show up uh, right on the Providence Cranston line sometime around eight o'clock or so. So to us, that was a sign that, you know, there's a chance that they would try to come into Cranston. So we made the decision to block off the uh, Elmwood Avenue and prevent that activity from coming into our city. Um, so we did have 10 or 11 officers block the roadway off. And uh, sure enough, uh, shortly after the riders were there, that crowd of uh, at one point 150 to 300 uh, people uh, made their way from downtown Providence to, um, to, to Cranston down Elmwood Avenue. So at that point, we already had the road blocked off. And, that's when a lot of the bottles and uh, projectiles started to be thrown at our officers. Now, um, Chief, who else? I mean, I, I then saw, you know, Providence Police. I saw State Police. I understand Warwick was backing you up. That was, um, again, as someone that I've been following these since the original riot at the mall, that was incredible coordination. But you can be modest, but it begins and ends with, with your troops in Cranston right there setting the tone of you're, you're not going to come into the city of Cranston. And basically, because that's what they do, they cause havoc and chaos. And they, they're very menacing and they, they're violent. They damage things. Well, like you mentioned, we have mutual aid agreements with every surrounding police department. So at one point, it was my department, uh, Providence, State Police, and Warwick. So we all work together very well and thankfully so and we're, we're all in this together we have to protect one another and it was a very violent volatile situation these people were there for one reason and one reason only and that was to assault police officers and commit criminal activity and you're absolutely right um, we will not allow that to take place in the city of Cranston we believe we owe it to our residents our business owners and people traveling on our roadway so we will not tolerate it we will do the same if we need to and we will make arrests you know, Chief, I, I was there last night. I'm, I'll tell you, I'm glad I was there last night because as several of my followers and, and I go live stream and viewers and, you know, they are watching this whole thing 
unfurl. And, and I want to also remind people, the police, you give them every opportunity to disperse. You're not doing this. They start to throw bottles, rocks, and explosives at the police. And by the way, other people that are just standing, neighbors in the area, people out walking along. And then the local media was saying Cranston police were spraying protesters with pepper spray. Now, Chief, I, I mean, that you're leaving out a big context of the situation. Of This is not a chicken or the egg. The reason they were spraying and using pepper spray was because they were having rocks and explosives and bottles thrown at them. Oh, no question. And, and, and that situation escalated quickly. It presented a clear present danger to our officers on scene. And again, we're not going to sit there and be targets for these individuals, like you said, throwing explosives. They were throwing bottles of urine that were hitting officers. Two of our officers got spit on by somebody. I think you captured that arrest. I did. Um, so, uh, and thank you, by the way, because that, that video was going to be used as evidence against that particular person. Oh, good. Well, and I'm glad I was there because then other outlets are saying, oh, and, and you know, there was there's an extreme outlet that's basically uh, propaganda for the for the protesters. And, and they were saying that police randomly grabbed a woman off the sidewalk and just arrested her, which was a complete fabrication and lie. So good. I'm glad that I was standing there. Uh, your officers show great restraint. They don't just grab people. As a member of the media, uh, if, if I'm standing next to someone throwing bottles, rocks, and explosives at police, if I'm the police officer and it's dark and I have on a hood and a mask and and a helmet. I, I'm thinking that that person is with them. And if you're a member of the media, I don't know why you're standing next to someone throwing rocks, bottles of urine, and explosives at the police. I mean, this is good. But now, Chief, also go into this this problem. I've spoke with several of the neighbors in the area. This problem is, you know, listen, it's tragic. Everyone wants the young man to pull in. This is not your police department. It's Providence. But but that crash site is basically one block from St. Matthew's Church, of which I have to play uh, CYO games in that gym. But that's it, they, they're treating it like a shrine, and it sounds like the bikers and people are going there now every night. Yeah, I mean, we, we expect, um, you know, that's going to continue, unfortunately. But we're, we're prepared uh, to um, have the proper resources in place, and we'll continue to protect the residents of Cranston and the business owners and you know, again, we're not going to allow any type of criminal activity, whether it be the reckless operation of those ATVs or anything else, to occur in our city. And I got the full support of Mayor Fung. I know I think you had him on your show earlier. I did. And it really, so you need the support. It starts at the top. And we have it here in Cranston, and we're, we're going to continue to um, do what we need to do. He, I was in contact with him last night, and he said, whatever you need to do, Chief, go ahead and do it. And, that, and that's what I'm going to do going forward. Hey, Chief, um, and again, folks, we're speaking with the Chief of Police in Cranston, Chief uh, Winchris. Hey, Chief, what, how much, how come I don't hear that these ATVs and bikes and everything, I don't hear, as I think of it, I don't hear that it's a problem in Cranston. Um, I, it's obviously a problem in, in Providence, but how, how does your force, what's your view or model on how, how are those vehicles treated when they try to come in and ride all over Cranston? Well, I'll be honest with you, they, they don't come into Cranston as frequently as they're in Providence. We have had reports of these vehicles, but again, um, you know, we, we exercise zero tolerance. When we can make an arrest, we will. And uh, we have done that in the past. So I don't know the exact answer to that, but I can tell you that 
Um, you know, it's, it's not a huge problem in Cranston, at least right now, and we're going to do our best to keep it that way. Folks, uh, before we let him go, uh, Chief, you, could you just uh, mention the work of uh, Major Todd Padalano, who also, again, I thought last night, as someone that has followed this, this that was a great night of law enforcement. That was a night of, uh, of discipline, of full command, strategy, implementing. He's a very dip- people have no idea the chaos that reigns out there. There's noise. There's people coming out of the shadows. There's vehicles shooting around. I mean, your your force operated last night as if this was like a nightly occurrence that they were trained for, and, and obviously that's not the case. Well, I can tell you I'm very fortunate. Um, as you know, I did 24 years with the Rhode Island State Police. Yes. I've been here six, six years, and I can tell you we have great leaders in this police department that know their jobs very well, uh, make great decisions, and Major Padalano is a, a major part of that uh, success we've had here in Cranston. Captain Connor Wall, he was on scene last night. I'm very fortunate to have uh, those people. It's fully a team effort, and we're all on the same page. And we all have the same mission in mind. We're not going to allow um, anybody to come into Cranston and commit criminal acts. What if, um, first of all, how many arrests were there last night, Chief? We had two, uh, one juvenile arrest and one adult arrest. Okay, and then there were other people arrested, but was that, was that handled by state or Providence Police? Uh, I'm sorry, the arrest from last night? Yes. Uh, Providence Police, so we, we had just those two arrests. Okay. Um, and the Providence, I believe, had some other arrests. They did. I was on scene for that. I think they had six in the back of the wagon. And I also want people to understand, these are all avoidable. Chief, there's no one out casually going for a walk, a walk in the dog that suddenly gets scooped up in a net of some kind, the way some of these people are trying to portray it. As someone that is there, somebody ran up with a full bottle and smashed it through a police window. That That is not someone who, oh, gee, you know, Mickey the Dope, I was out going for a walk in my neighborhood and suddenly the police were arresting me. It, it sounds to me as though the people were there, they, they were instigating fights and violence towards police officers. Well, I can tell you the people that were there were prepared to do uh, cause havoc, I think, as you put it. Yes. They were dressed in fatigues, black clothing. Oh, yeah. These aren't people that just happen to be in the area. And what's troubling is you look at some of the arrests, people are coming from all parts of uh, Rhode Island. I mean, whether it be Newport or uh, Woonsocket, I saw some of the arrests, and uh, some Boston, Massachusetts. Um, so they're coming here with the full intent to cause problems. And, and again, uh, they're going to be you know, deal with the consequences if they do come into our city. Hey, Chief, one more question, just because I, I could hear some of the protesters trying to say, hey, listen, this is a public street, and I have every right to walk down this street and walk right to Park Avenue, or if I want to walk up Park Avenue, that's it. And, and uh, your force was not was not having it. That is that, it just, it doesn't apply. They, they weren't there to just go for a casual walk. They were there to create mayhem, chaos, havoc, and to do damage. Well, you know, this is an emergency situation. There was glass um, everywhere. It's a very dangerous situation, fireworks going off. So we have a responsibility to keep the safety of everybody. And we gave several commands for people to leave the area. Yes. And they they refused. So they had every opportunity to avoid arrest, and they chose not to do so. Then that's on them. Hey, Chief, were those your canines, the police dogs on the scene, or was that state police or Providence police? We had two of our you canines did. there, and there might be some other agencies that had canines as well. But 
they're a very effective tool for crowd control if needed. They sure are. Who are who are, who are the two dogs? They were great. They're fantastic. Boy, that is a game changer in the situation as soon as the dogs appear. Yeah, that was Let's and Bless, our two uh, canines, and uh, they handled by O'Donnell, uh, canine officer O'Donnell, and canine officer Bagshaw. Wow. But, um, you know, they use responsibly. We're not there um, to, to intimidate anybody, no. but they're a very effective tool if they need to apprehend somebody and hold somebody down if necessary. Yeah, and just, I, I'll say to you what I've said to the listeners and everyone else that follows, I have been there, and this is how nuts some of these people are. They try to target the animals. They hurt one of the canine, a great leadership team, uh, be safe, and, um, and, and you guys, my video is posted, you have it, but I, I can't say enough good things. Last night was a great night in Cranston and really a great night in the state because law enforcement banded together to protect and serve the citizens. Thank you, John, for recognizing that. We appreciate it. All right. Chief, be well. I'll talk to you soon. You too. Take care. All right, folks. There it is. The uh, Chief of Police, Chief Michael Winkler.